0: Isn't it? Let's invite our guests straight Ooh. in, shall we? We've got Chris from Mr. Banks here. Chris, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I feel like we've been talking about having you on for a while and we haven't managed to make it happen, so it's kind of cool that we yeah, we're doing all, it. we're all yeah. busy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice arrangement to go down to the brewery and uh, check it out. Instead, we've gone way further away than that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the brewery's looking good though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks yeah. a lot like carbon salads. It <laughs> does, yeah, we've copied them.
1: What are you drinking, Dave? uh, uh, I'd like to hear your take on your beer. (laughs) Hey, I was unfair on it earlier. (laughs) I've got Arthur from Hill Farmstead, which is just a barrel aged Saison. It's good, Mm. but I don't know if it's 20 bucks a pot good. Um, That's a lot of money. It is. And I was was fine with it because I don't know when I'm going to have Hill Farmstead beer again. So I'll take a gamble on it. And And it's good. What are you drinking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think both of Chris and I are drinking the Saison Tropique. Yes. Oh, the new one. From yep. La Sorine. Very good. Uh, How is it? It's
1: good. Yeah, really good. Every new release they're it bringing out, I'm digging pretty hard.
0: Smells really fun. Uh, I think it's dry hopped. It's an old old barrel that he's taken out and dry hopped. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's good. It's uh, Yeah. Mm.
0: Very Nice. Uh, we'll get into why we're here at Carwin in a little bit, but should we do some news? Go for it. I've just noted some things down on the train here. I expect hot takes from everyone. Excellent. Lion bought Four Pure.
1: I sure did.
0: In the UK.
1: Do we have any hot takes on that? No, I I'd only heard of them when we talked to Melissa. Yeah. In drink could be a week, so, um... I think it's the same take as all the other takeovers, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's surprising they've bought a UK brewery. I know that they are opening Little Creatures in London, so they're obviously looking at that market. Um, Yeah,
2: they look like the right sort of brand to be purchased. I think. Yeah, the way they just their look, like cans and everything. Which one reasonably commercial looking? Which one
1: we would have had a beer at the panel right yeah I can't remember, remember right. what it was the
2: juice box maybe, maybe. could be yeah, it could yeah. 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 I only know them from social media yeah right yeah.
0: Yeah. the um I think they're owned by someone that like sold a company bought a made a brewery right okay. so I think it was kind of it was always to be expected that they were going to sell um, and then they did yeah fair so, enough yeah. Um, other sales news Australian brewery sold oh yeah to a hotel group
1: interesting All right.
0: um So that's the, that's not the one owned by Coke. That's the one that has the green pale ale in the can. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I always really liked their beers. Yeah, I was Um, always
1: pleasantly surprised whenever I had them. Yeah. They were always a... First can adopter in the country, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, I don't know what this means for the brand, but yeah. Probably nothing really. (laughs) I only only ever see them in Dan Murphy's anyway.
0: They're starting to pop up more and more, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, um, I know that they've they've done a lot of stuff for export. Yeah, but I saw them on tap at a Mexican place recently because um, they, they do a mix I've never lager. seen them on
1: tap at all. So there you go. Yeah,
0: um, the Sejamonos Lago, which is like
1: got corn. It's got to be Six Brothers, so see. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, it's delicious. It's a really good, a really good lager. So, yeah.
1: All right, it's very cool. That's all I got. All
0: right, <laughs> um, some. Three awards have happened since we last recorded. The Indies happened, the Perth Royal Beer Show awards, and the Adelaide Royal Show awards. Did anybody
1: universally clean up? Uh,
0: I don't think so. Did you enter any of these?
3: No,
2: no, we did the ABAs, but no, not the Indies.
0: Yeah, it's too many awards.
2: Yeah, Right? I yeah. just don't. For us, I, we don't. Well, we got nothing out of doing what we did for. The um, ARBAs, so, I mean, not that we expected to get anything out, and every beer we put in got some form of metal, yeah. which is great, but since then, it's done nothing, so, and it's not cheap to do, mm. to put in, you know, your beers, and then, especially if you're going to go to the dinner and stuff like that, so, yeah, I just thought, well, it might be something we do maybe every second year, just to make sure we're making, making beers that... <laughs> can still possibly get a (laughs) medal of some sort and our quality hasn't just gone to shit. So, yeah. yeah.
0: It is, I was looking through the Perth ones and it's got categories like best dark ale, best stout, best lager, packaged, things like that. I don't know what relevance they all have for a consumer. Like, I don't know. I I, I just kind of had the thought of like, I don't care.
1: Oh, I'd I never care, care, but I'm trying yeah. to like transpose that onto a puncher or someone who might yeah. care.
0: Like, um, and I think I've been on the fence about awards off and on over the years. And at the moment, I'm just like, yeah, I think it seems like there's so many and I don't know what any of them mean for customers.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's a chance to celebrate your efforts as a business. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm a bit meh about them.
2: Yeah. We're not the sort of brand that would brewery that would uh put like a gold medal mm. on any of our packaging even if we did win so yeah i don't see how a consumer would see it as much help coming from i'm us trying to anything. not be
1: negative about awards in general <laughs> I'm sh- 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 like struggling a little bit well yeah and that's the thing like I don't maybe want- just not for me anyway yeah i think there's probably there's,
0: there's definitely good arguments for them i'm sure there's people listening going no this is why they're good but um I can't think of them. <laughs> yeah. And when
1: there's so many and there's not... So, I mean, I'm not trying to uh, advocate for universal winners, but, like, does it devalue it at all when you go, the champion pale is this for this awards and then a different set of judges thought it was a different beer and then... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Because if it's going to have a currency... Yeah. Does it lose its currency if... Another one devalues that? I don't know. No, I
0: don't think so.
3: No? No. Because yeah. they, they, I
1: think
0: they have slightly different criteria.
1: Right. But again, isn't that odd? Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: the one, the one thing I always take issue with is when people enter their beer into a different category. I'm sure I've talked about this heaps on the podcast. Sure. That they, so they label their beer a parallel and then they put it into
1: whatever it's most likely to win. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's like, well, you're just kind of lying to the customers. Sure. When you put it on your your label, I know in the New Zealand ones, I'm pretty sure they made a rule you're not allowed to, if you enter your beer in a category that it's not labelled as, you aren't eligible to win the champion trophy or something.
3: Right. So okay. you kind of get
0: docked a little bit. Okay. For that, um, I can't remember what the actual reason or the actual definition or how they changed it, but I know and that was designed sort of had some meaning for the consumer to to make brands actually you know label their things correctly yeah yeah
2: it's tough though we yep. put beers probably not into the right style because we had two beers that they said maybe a different style category um and they like, they still like they with our extra pale i think it got a bronze and they said because i put it in new world i think it was or international paler sorry um and they mm-hmm. said more like american pale uh, nice and hoppy, but too hoppy. So, to me, I was just like, "Thanks, that's a gold." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So,
1: after you play, if you meddled in in the Abers, did you do anything with that information to the, your customers? No. How many do? I think a lot of people is it do. just like a social post at the time. Of the
0: oh, thing? sorry, we did do sure. one post.
2: We did one Instagram and Facebook post. And I think and a
0: good. lot of breweries, particularly in regional towns, and here's where I can see benefit: regional towns use that as like um, the local paper, you know, local brewery wins medals. Yeah, right. And that's that's cool. Get get some, you know, a lot of people in small towns, I think, don't like their local brewery. There's that kind of, you know, it's hard to get through to a lot of customers. So seeing it Sure, meddling, oh, that's, that's a good.
1: very meaningful use of the awards though. Mm. So I get that for mm. sure. Should we move on? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think we're done that with That was awards. a big awards chunk there.
0: Uh, Oh, I'm gonna do a dark beer week on the blog. Yeah, if you if exciting. you're listening to this, I'm probably halfway through.
1: What was your hashtag? Da beer week.
0: Da beer. week. week. Bee wee. Yeah, all the other hashtags were gone.
1: So there's already been other. Oh, there's like surely,
0: DBW right? was what my first thing. DBW18. Okay. Anyway, da, hashtag dark mm.
1: beer wee week. DBW18. You should have done.
0: No, that was already gone. Oh, well. you joke Yeah, some writers' festival. <laughs> um, <laughs> in somewhat. Bad news, Hop Dog is closing. Yeah. Hop Dog Beer Works. Um, they've been around for ages. Definitely. They were one of the early ones for, for me. I remember meeting Tim at the first Good Beer Week. Uh, really nice guy. I know that they had some issues with quality over the years. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure anyone that has looks at Untapped would have seen their sort of gushes and things like that. But I think they did some really good beers. And for like one of the early kind of I guess pushing the boundaries breweries. Definitely,
1: yep. Um, Trying to think of which one. Did they do like a rye IPA or something like that? Yeah, they had a rye. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yep. Holy um, Snap and
0: Turtles was pretty good. That was like a... A Brett something? Brett something, yeah.
1: Yeah. I I did get stung a few times in a row with infected beers from them, so I sort of like avoided it a little bit, but definitely hit a little moment back in the day with those. Well, yeah, definitely a first adopter with like pretty extreme sort of Mm. Um, branding and beer styles, I guess. Mm.
0: Yeah. It's always a shame to see people that I think we were first introduced to really early on. Yeah, I agree. Closing up. Um, yeah. Good. They've opened up a restaurant, him and his wife, so um, good luck to them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anything to
1: add on, Hot Dog?
2: Uh, no, good luck Did to you, them. I second that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you
1: intending on expanding on your... Hashtag dark beer wee thing? There's no, we're going to do a dark beer week next week, so cool.
0: check out the blog for some dark beer. Uh,
1: um, Saltmarsh, a
0: uh, friend of ours that did the logo, mm-hmm. uh, he's probably going to do some sick graphics for
1: sick illustrations for all the posts. You're painting him into a corner. Is it definitely going to be sick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: He only does
0: sit like, oh, okay. That's, that's his sure. stock and trade. There's a good post on Australian Brews News about trademarks. Um, oh, no, sorry. It wasn't about trademarks, it was about Brands appealing to kids.
1: Yeah, there was a couple of posts. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, So it's something that I think a lot of people... Well, I actually think Weeds Juice came up in one of the comments. about. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Um, We're all about the kids.
0: Because it kicked off with uh, someone pointed out on Instagram that Pirate Life had... On Twitter that Pirate Life had made an Instagram post and it had a um, a temporary tattoo on a kid of the Pirate Life logo. Yeah. Uh, and someone's like, you know, CUB going to be okay with that. Um, and I think then also um, someone else noticed that uh, Cheeky Monkey got done by the ABAC, this St- what is it, Advert- Australian something Bureau like that. something, yeah. the advertising people um, for their Ribena beer, which was like a Ribena label, and they got done for it appearing to appealing to kids, um, and you know potentially kids will get confused by it, uh, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Is I they? get that, but I don't understand. Like, if they're going to get confused between it, like in what scenario? Uh, if it's in the fridge, so, right. he, so a kid thinks so it's so Ribena. So dad's put yeah. his Ribena next to the Ribena. Yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, I can see that. I,
0: I think as I think Matt from Bruce News pointed out in one of the comments that, um, ABAC is self-regulating. It's one of those things where it's pretty toothless in the sense of they don't do much in terms of they're not clamping down on finding people, but the reason for that is if it's not that, it'll be the government regulating and no one wants that sure sure. Um, so it's kind of in everyone's interest to make sure they're I don't know, not not putting Ribena on their packaging, copyright stuff aside Um, other people that we talked to in the article I think uh, Dainton Brewery because they had the Skittles beer. Oh yeah. Um,
1: How was that marketed? I can't remember.
0: It's literally just the Skittles packaging. Looks like a pack of oh, Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Cherry Ripe. Yeah. That's um, like that one. Berry Ripe from Clear Valley. Clear Valley Bruco.
2: And Dayton. right? Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, all of those. The, the copyright one is the big one for me. <sighs>
1: can't Believe people keep doing
0: it, yeah.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> it's, we were going to do one. Um, the one that we called Hazy State was going to be called Independence Haze, and it was going to be like similar to I suppose the DVD, the old school DVD thing of Independence Day. Oh, uh, yeah, and like beer coming out of a spaceship, and um, and, I, and then things like that where other things were coming up, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this, yeah lawsuit like literally when we were doing it that knee deep thing was happening and I was like yeah. this is the last thing we need so <laughs> just, <laughs> just changed it completely it yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. made it look like the uh, Vic Rhodes number plate so I'm that's assuming that's why Kaiju did that
0: what have they done oh they put beer on the Kaiju crush Interesting. yeah
2: someone sent me that the other huh. day yeah. that's
1: did we talk about that with them I think so and I'm pretty sure at the time they weren't that Faced, Yeah At the suggestion
0: So I guess for people That didn't see that photo Which is everyone Yeah Um The Kaiju Crush cans Now have beer Written on the front Very prominently I guess if they're selling To Dan Murphy's Yeah They definitely. have to be compliant To yep, ABAC For sure um, And Kaiju Crush Is one that I think of When people talk about this Like And for those guys You know They're selling huge amounts If they were Had to change that can Yeah
1: it's Yeah
0: meaningful. completely yeah. Yeah, yeah For sure Um yeah, I I don't love the idea of even copyright stuff aside or appealing to kids aside. I don't love the idea of just like the Cherry Ripe or the Skittles just in the sense of it's just someone else's brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I get Independence Day or a
1: movie reference, but some of them are like... As Something a, that's been designed and tailored to catch the eye and a lot of money put into it. For mm. that exact purpose And you're just yoinking it <laughs> Yeah Like the, the Ribena one and the, and
0: the Cherry Ripe one Like it's just the label Of another yeah. thing You can't just put a label Of another thing On your product It's cheap <laughs> And it's cheap Yeah yeah. 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 But oh, they're probably Still paying a designer To,
3: yeah. to f- do no, the finished no, art And stuff Or really whip, like like whip
0: it up on Whip
2: it up on paint Or something Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Anyway Yeah
0: Hey, uh, I've been working on my Photoshop. So if anyone needs labels, oh yeah, <laughs> just just get at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I take the stance of just don't risk it. Just do a label that's unique. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep. Um, other news this week: I went to the SB relaunch preview dinner,
1: and if I may say, you wouldn't shut up about it.
0: It's incredible. Um, I wrote a thing in broadsheet about it, but basically, the so people that don't know the SB is a beloved bar in Melbourne. Have Mm -hmm. you seen any gigs there,
1: Dave? Definitely, yeah. Chris, yep, yep,
3: been there, yep.
0: Any any favourites
1: stand out? Uh, I saw it wasn't Living End, but it was Chris Cheney and someone else. It was the last one I went to. I've been to more before. I think I've just been to it more times, just going to the SB and seeing who was ever, ever was there. Yeah, like a Um, Wednesday night
2: or yeah, same, Um, yeah
1: yeah but I mean definitely like a iconic Melbourne venue though
0: yeah um, so they're bringing it back with ten bars. It's huge, so it's Sandhill group, so they're a um pub group here in Melbourne. They've got eleven or twelve bars, um and they're kind of what they do is they put in multiple facets to a venue. it's not just one bar there's so in this one, there's ten bars, there's three band stages. Um, every area has a little DJ booth as well, so they're really making music the centrepiece. Um, but they're also putting in a podcasting bar, which is mm. obviously of interest to us. So, yeah. um, And the reasoning for that is podcasting is just another entertainment format. It's how people listen and chat to each other. Um, so what you can do, there's a there's going to be a booth at one end of the, the little bar um, and like mixes and everything, and then there's going to be Outside, along the bar, there's going to be um, headphone jacks so people can sit and listen to whoever's podcasting while they're drinking a beer. It's different. Um, and I think they're going to try and get basically any big act that plays, they're going to start their own podcast and get them to do a little interview beforehand and Great stuff. Great idea, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't it's know cool. if it'll work, but I love the idea. Yeah, sure. Um, so i already had to chat to them, so maybe we'll do some Isle of a Time events there. Um, And it's going to be free for podcasters to use. Cool. Uh, He basically says, one of the founders says they want um, the recording light to be on just twenty four seven. So if you want to use it, it's yours. So that's
1: very. uh,
2: It's unique. Yeah, isn't
3: it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: we'll
0: see how it goes. Um, It looks like they've they're not sparing any expense. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Hashtag freebie. They shouted me a delicious dinner. So
1: nice. What'd you have?
0: Oh, it was a, a feast. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. Was, yeah. The highlight was those hassleback potatoes.
1: What's a Hasselback potato?
0: It's when you, um, they, you roast a potato, but you slice it... Like, down the middle and kind of make it a little fan. Oh, and then you put butter and Cheese, shit in it. Yeah, yeah okay. so like I didn't know it was called baked yeah. potato. Huh? So, yeah. then they had, like, fresh parmesan and stuff grated on top and, like, it was delicious.
1: I, I remember I used to do that so when I was baking a potato, it wouldn't take so long. And then someone's like, yeah, that's a thing that everyone does. You're not, <laughs> not special. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, they also gave us barrel-aged cocktails Takeaway's So, part of this as well, I forgot to mention, they're doing a barrel-aging program. So I think it looked like there was between 60 and 100 barrels. And they're going to put spirits into a serious spirit barrel-aging program for all of their bars. Um, and I think they're even going to get wine. So they've got Matt Skinner who's doing the, the wine for them, who's like a celebrity Somme. Um And I think they're going to do beer as well in there. So barrel-aged beer. I don't know how that's going to work, but yeah. um, they've also <laughs> there's also an arts program. They've got a... Someone that's doing all the art for them, so they've got to do installations and things. So yeah, uh, it's
2: one-stop shop.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Um, I've already talked to her about potentially doing some some art things in there related to beer. So
1: with your Photoshop skills,
0: with my Photoshop yeah. skills, <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be all my Photoshop things. Good, uh, all my dumb memes in Photoshop. Maybe
1: some, uh, maybe the originals of salty sick work can go up at end. Oh, SPF. that'd be great. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, let's stop this. Yeah. Uh, Maybe get another beer I'm probably going to get a a Brute IPA And then we're going to Come back and talk about it
1: (laughs)
3: We're not eating olives (laughs) We aren't, no
1: Um, Do they still listen? Whoever complained about that I can't remember Okay Welcome back
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if they do still listen Thanks for sticking with us We took your Non-eating on microphone I haven't feedback. eaten
1: olives On mic since
0: No You've eaten the salad Quietly on microphone Yeah um, That no wait, one wait, would wait. have heard Rich are at Sunmoth uh, I think oh, we're interviewing yeah. Kaiser
1: I reckon I've done that Multiple times Yeah But no one complained That's good On mic salad eating Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Dave's just smashing salads All the time <laughs> Uh, good make good work making healthy choices, Dave. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> uh, we've just got the Brute IPA from what's it called? What's the official name of this?
2: Uh, Champagne for my real friends. All oh, right, what yeah. is that referencing? Um, so it's a f- oh, it's a comment. It's like a, fr- a phrase, but um, it's from a few things. It's a Fallout Boy song, for one, um, but a band I used to be in. Back in the day, uh, we had a part, it was a part during our, one of our songs that was, yeah, it, I don't know, there was a line in it. But it's from, I think we got it from one of Edward Norton's movies.
0: Wow, so there's multiple references in there.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. good, I like it's it. It's generally how,
0: yeah. Um, Brood IPA is the, the hot new style, I think we mentioned off mic. There are three, at least three releases around the country. Yeah. Yep. No, sorry, three releases in Melbourne. And I also the Ferrell one as well. One in Sydney as well, so five releases. I don't know if the yep.
1: Ferrell one's released this weekend. But it's okay. yeah, no, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah, I think it's all that. Yeah.
0: Um, and I think Bucket Boys in Sydney are releasing one as well.
1: So it's definitely the uh, on-trend style. For a style that's nine
0: months old, I think, by by everyone's counts. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, no one knows what it tastes like. So. Yeah, everyone's <laughs>
0: just trying to brew yeah. one. Uh, I, I guess we... So we did the Wolf of the Willows collab, and that was... I'd read about the style and went, huh, that sounds interesting. I wonder if anyone will make that. Um, it seems a lot of other people are reading about it. How did you find out about it and, and what made you want to brew one, having never tasted one?
2: I'm pretty sure the first time I found out about it was from Jacob at Oofa Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you
3: go.
2: Um, we were just chatting and he told me they had a new one, a new beer they were brewing. Or well, it might have been Scotty. And then I, yeah, no, it was Scotty. And then I got talking to Jacob about it and uh you know picked his brain a little bit on it and started doing some research and then out a little bit of courtesy I sent up Scotty an email and just said hey mate when are you releasing yours because I'm thinking about doing one and so I gave him a couple of weeks to uh get in front yeah, and then yeah, yeah <laughs> and then put one in tank and just basically one from what I'd read yeah um and yeah I think it's come up pretty well
1: what so uh, did, like, there, is, there isn't like a wealth of information out there about them Well, not, so, not, not for me no. Yeah, so <laughs> how um, I mean, I, obviously you can find out some of the ingredients that were being used over here in San Diego, San Francisco, etc But how do you go about structuring a beer that you don't really know what it tastes like?
2: I mean, light bodied, crisp, dry and really hoppy So for us, it was just all right, cool Pilsner malt um, A really sort of neutral yeast Um, obviously the enzyme and pop the shit out of it. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And it it got, like it's a pretty small batch that we've done Um, and we didn't, we lost a lot because there was so much hops in there. So, I think the dry hopping rate is pretty large. Mm. It's the second largest I think we've done.
0: What are the hops?
2: Uh, We used Idaho 7, um, Equinot and Citra. Cool. Yeah. So,
0: So all American. Yep. And all... pretty new yeah yeah
2: all pretty new apart from citra, citra yeah. obviously um but yeah because i knew what the hops that you guys and wolf were making so i wanted to make sure it was completely different and i thought you know they originated in the bay area and San fram why not go for west coast style hops and try and get no bitterness well very little um we did put Whirlpool hops in I don't know If you guys did, I I we f- did we th- had Our part of it yeah. Was not. Okay. not <laughs> yeah Someone told me That there was none
3: Our part um, of it Was an email so yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: And ours wasn't hot Necessarily like In New England Like okay. we didn't do it During ferment So yeah. we just did a whirlpool And then uh, Heavily Dry hopped um, Yeah After it was finished It could
1: just be perceived um, But it's, it tastes a l- More bitter than The one that, The wolf one Yeah uh, I think so yeah, yeah um, pretty different, but it's goddamn delicious, though.
0: Yeah. Definitely taste similarities and maybe similarities, it's just the dryness. The, dry, the dryness, definitely, uh, obviously. Yeah,
1: I think the, yeah, the hot profile is pretty stark. Like it's a stark difference. Yeah,
0: where uh, so this is kind of the as we said the style that everyone's talking about.
1: Now that we've had a couple each, where do we all land on the style? I think we did a like, classic, of a time. We'd had a good conversation about this off mic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah i think uh at the current six and a half seven percent they're pretty dangerous but um uh i've loved because i bought a case of ours and have had had them in the fridge just to grab and like in that fridge beer context i reckon they're fantastic Mm. yeah um just like hoppy water yeah Yeah. essentially (laughs) yeah. yeah and um it i mean it's great to to bang straight from the can uh, I think in that context it's great but you were talking about some examples in America of like 8-9% yeah. that's danger territory
0: yeah
2: yeah I think it could be a really good style done at a lower ABV like you know a brute pale or something like that because it is so drinkable um, and in summer if it, you had a hot forward beer that was that dry and crisp and just this, to me there's just no length on the palate with them so you just Sort of don't get sick of it You're mm. kind of Happy to just Keep smashing through it
0: Yeah Part of me is wanting to Keep drinking it to f- Get You're almost chasing the dragon Yeah Of like You get that The aroma and the taste uh Initially And then it just dies And yeah. yeah. kind of I want that again Yeah I want that that Like that hot flavour That I'm yep. getting Yeah I um, agree Would you, so if you were to do it again, would you do the same hops or would you
2: look... Uh, No, I don't think so. Like, I think this is really nice. And if it goes really well, I'm not saying we won't do it again. But, I don't know, we've got, you know, three new beers in tank that we've brewed in the last two weeks down at the brewery. And I don't know, we're just trying to... And not all of them are, you know, going to be packaged. But we're trying to just have fun, really. Um, So, yeah, we will do... We'll play around with it more. Dunno. If we make that one again, we'll see. We'll see. It's nice, so I like it. Yeah. This is to be honest with you, this is my third glass of it. So okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have one Wednesday night and then well it's actually my second and a half glass. I had okay. a taster yesterday, so it's pretty much you we, know you know it as much as I do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we
1: think about the uh longevity of the style? I don't think so. I, I think so. Yeah. I I I mean I honestly
0: find it weird that people were so like obsessed with hating on it in the sense that i see a lot of comments of like oh this isn't going to be a new trend like new england ipas this is stupid
1: but they were the same people that would have said that about yeah, this yeah. is not going to be like a west coast ipa
0: yeah. yeah and it's like i don't really care if it is or it isn't i'm what i care about is that brewers are doing something fun that i think they're excited by yep. to to try that's cool um and so right now I'm enjoying that aspect of it. Sure. And if, if we never see one again,
1: oh, you know, I'm not going to be too disappointed because there's so many good beers out there. I reckon um, we haven't hit that stage yet, but it's happening soon for the New Englands. People are only going to buy a second a second one if it's a killer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they're the ones that are going to hang around. Uh, whereas it's probably going to be the same case for the, the Brutes, I think. Yeah. If someone puts out a regular um, belter, yeah, then... Why wouldn't you? It's like,
0: yeah, that's the thing. If uh, uh, I guess the, the pale, as you mentioned, in summertime, a, a pale ale version of the of it, uh, yeah. in a in a six pack, stick it in the fridge, and yeah, I can I can. That's where the longevity is probably going to come.
1: Watching the World Cup with yep. a fridge full of Southern Brutes, yeah. Great. Um, is that what you did with them? Oh,
0: was it ever?
3: Yeah, yeah, nice. I mean,
1: I'm painting a pretty uh, specific picture. I lasted through. A couple of halves. (laughs) I go to bed way too early for the World Cup. Where it is this
2: time. I Um, think it could just be, end up being almost not a brewed IPA and just an IPA. Because, I mean, who doesn't like a hoppy dry IPA? Right. I don't like residual sugar left in my IPAs.
0: Also, interestingly enough, um, Brandon from Three Ravens, I was chatting to him about it early on. Um, and he said in their last double IPA they used enzymes yep. to to clean it up and dry it out. Yeah, um, the same like, ones, don't they Yeah, I think I think yeah. so. The same, yeah. so basically the same process. And he was like, I don't, you know, he's like, well, we, d- we did one ages ago and no one talked about it. <laughs> like you needed to call it something different. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> a yeah. Cool name. You need yeah. to wait till it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, funnily enough, he did the same thing with uh, Goldnail when he was at Bone Boneyard. Boneyard, yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I remember him saying That was that, a great beer Yeah that but was It was so good yeah.
0: It was brutally bitter Do you remember that beer?
2: I'd never had it I know the brand But yeah. I never yeah. had it yeah. It was like He it
0: called it Golden Ale And it was soon after Two Birds 1 Kind of got popular Yeah okay But it was An aggressively yeah, it was Intensely bitter beer yeah. Okay And he basically said I wanted to call it Session IPA But no one had made one yet
3: Yeah right And
0: then By the time it kind of hit market Session IPA was huge And he's like I kind of should have just called it that So Hey Brendan Just back yourself mate Yeah <laughs> Um Tell us about Mr Banks as a whole. For people that are listening, maybe interstate, that might not know,
2: what is it? Uh, We're a small brewery down uh, on the way, well, we like to call it the gateway, to the Mornington Peninsula. So, uh, yeah, in Seaford, we have been around for just over two years now. Um, Sort of had a few different beer changes and uh, we started off with, you know, the pale and sort of move that one on and then, you know, our sort of core beer range is probably becoming now our IPA, you know, standard stout, lager and extra pale. Um, We're a pretty small team. There's a couple of us down there. We've just opened a new brewery bar about six months ago, which is going really well. Um, The tap room down there and we just opened a kitchen two weeks ago, which is, yeah, making things nice and busy. So I'm glad to not be there today. What's the food
0: going on in the kitchen? I've oh, got tacos and fries. Oh, I and love they tacos and fries. Bloody
2: good tacos. tell nice. right now, we've got a prawn, a chicken and uh, a vegetarian, which is, can be vegan. And it's actually been almost the best seller, which is so surprising. That's awesome. It's just like a chili, a vegan chili. Um, with a nice, real spicy relish, and oh yeah one, yeah, yeah it 's pretty good, but what i, w- I can 't go past the fried chicken and fried prawn, to be honest yeah. so <laughs> awesome. yeah.
1: what is the sea- uh, the seafood local beer community like
2: it 's surprisingly really good um, like Friday night, the place is like cheers it 's like everyone knows each other um, and has been coming that we 're so lucky the amount of people that we 've had that have actually in especially in the early days when we were just like a cellar door and people would come every Friday night to a place that we set up literally just so people could buy takeaways and come and hang out there every Friday and buy a packet of Smith's chips and, you know, drink whatever beer we put on. Um, they're just, yeah, they're, I don't know, they're so loyal. That's I don't awesome. know if it's because they, they don't have anything like that around the area, but it's, yeah, it's really good. There's a lot of young families, like right now, what is it, two, three o'clock? it'd be, it's like peak family time. Yeah, right. We've got a basketball ring, there's kids everywhere. It's And then, you know, you're f- after sort of four, they all go off and, you know, the uh, the youngsters who like to party a little bit come in <laughs> and the, the demographic changes a bit. But yeah, no, nah, it's really good. It's, to be honest with you, we never, we didn't ever open up the bar to start with in like the sense it is now because I didn't expect that would be taken any way that it is
3: Mm. is there not much
1: like that around the area
2: not really I mean Dayton are up the road Um, they opened pretty much the same time as we did and there's Mornington Brewery obviously down the road Um, Frankston is really well it's a tough market and as you'd know it's a bad market like we don't don't have a tap point anywhere within like a 15k radius from us Mm. which is probably like Mornington is our closest tap point um, huh. To get beer on tap Yeah it's just they're, just they're just not interested And we Bottle shops are good But bars They just uh, They're just stuck in Like a, a nice bar for uh, A nice beer for a bar In Frankston would be I don't know A Peroni Or a Stella or something Yeah Which I'm not saying Anything against those beers But you know They just don't Really care yeah, And I right. just don't think They get that market Because people have tried To open up small bars In Frankston and they just haven't done great or well, they start off doing well and then you know people
0: so why do you think your tap room works then if, th- if that's kind because of because the there's market.
2: nothing
1: else yeah, yeah right, right.
2: Be- well apart from Dayton. it's and we've got a really nice relaxed vibe down there we've got we've got especially now like so we've just come through winter like we're in the middle of winter and the last two weekends have been really busy um and we'd expect it to be quite quiet but we've got you know the big heaters the big strip heaters up and couches and tvs in the basketball court so like kids can just we're at the end of a court so you can let your kid run around and do whatever and you have to worry that you know they're on a main road and they're gonna mm. even if they're playing in the street you can't get hit by a car or anything don't touch me, please if you're going to get hit you may court, just get knocked over never got hit over. once so yeah. okay. uh, I live no, in a no. court yeah. Yeah. still not hit Yeah. so no nah, it's yeah it's really good it's I think it's what the area sort of wanted and needed from what the feedback I've got um, hasn't been without its challenges from are you from of down areas. that area I live in Mount Martha right okay yeah so 20 minutes south yeah okay yeah so we looked at other areas um but then found that facility and just went, oh, there's nothing there. And we were, I mean, I walked to the train, I dropped my car there today um, and then walked to the train station. It would have taken me less than 10 minutes to get around there. So, like, for public transport, it's really good. And we sort of just figured it's about 40 minutes from the city, 40 minutes from Portsea, so we're split in the middle, you know, if people want to make the trek out. I'm sure they'll enjoy themselves.
0: How did you come to open up a brewery?
2: Uh, same as anyone that wants to, but just, you know, I suppose maybe just doesn't make that jump. But I I, I used to manage a family business, which was a machinery company. Um, I did that for 10 years. Um, and then my old man who owned the business just said, he wanted to retire and was going to sell it, um, and he offered it to me, and I just said no, God no. <laughs> I said if you're, um, which financially was a stupid move because like it was a, you know, a pretty successful business, been around for fifteen years, we had a lot of staff, but I couldn't understand why he sell it because I was doing everything anyway, so <laughs> he was just taking home that sweet sweet money. Um, but uh, yeah, so I just um, decided. You know what am I going to do? Uh, and then just went, okay, well, I've already got some equipment because me and a friend at that stage were buying little bits and pieces around the place. We'd followed the seventh cent and moon Dog sort of ways, bought some old dairy kit fats and um, and then I think I had maybe one fermenter that I got made from someone around the corner, we were just going to sort of like tiptoe into it and do a little bit um on the side. And then he just, my old man said to me, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'll, I don't know. I should either jump into this thing or go and find another job, I suppose. And he was really supportive. He just said, I reckon you should go for it. Um, which was, it was sort of the push I kind of needed because normally I would have thought that he wouldn't have. He would have been a little bit more reserved. Um, and, you know, I'm reasonably young for to have, you know, what I have. And I know I'm super lucky. I've been you know, helped out a lot in a lot of ways um, along, you know, along the way. But uh, yeah, so we just sort of figured why not do it, give it a crack. We made some beer and got the place set up, made some beer and put it out there. And, you know, as I suppose any brewery probably does, the first batches weren't necessarily what we wanted them to be, but they were received okay. Um, And I think it's, I think the beers have just got better and better over time. Uh, I'm really happy with how they're tasting at the moment. So, yeah.
0: Brown ale was the one that first people talked about. Yeah. About yours. Yeah.
2: Um, Strange.
0: Yeah, I remember <laughs> like people like, "Oh, have you had the Mr. Banks brown ale?" Yeah. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. brown ales, it's not that exciting
1: these days. It's, it's one, one of those. One, it's them. one of those ones where like, whenever you're having one, you go brown owl, great. Yeah. But you never, you, no owl. one's ever in the mood for a brown ale no. though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't like, wait to go and pick up a brown ale. It's like
0: fish pie. No one wants to eat fish pie, but fish pie is always pretty good. <laughs> fish brown out the <health> fish <laughs> pie <of> beer. <laughs> yeah. um, do you still make that? One?
2: Not at the moment.
0: Did that not sell? Was that?
2: Uh, it was always sort of ticking over. It was more a restaurant beer. Yeah. Um, we had quite a few wineries and restaurants that were keen to have it on. Um, a few bars. It sort of. Yeah, it just sort of, it was it was an underachiever in a sense. Um, And I just thought we could do better. So it won't, it'll definitely come back at some stage, uh, new and improved, I think. Because yeah, it does go quite well, but just for the time being we're, I don't know, sort of just focusing on, we're sort of, at one stage we were kind of getting our, I suppose what you call a core range, ended up being seven or eight beers. And we just had so many people going, oh, you know, ordering, can I get this? Can I get that? Well, we don't have that in stock, we don't have that in stock, so just Decided to sort of like consolidate that into a three to four, and then we can just focus on a lot more sort of specialties. Because I just, personally, I just feel like it's the way the market's going. Like everyone wants something new, everyone wants a new IPA. Whether it's you know barely changed from the last one, people still want to try the new one. So that's the way we're going to focus for now. Um, and yeah, go you know, still have our four sort of standards. I think it's yeah. a pretty
1: common uh mindset for punters where if you buy something that you like you go i'm definitely going to try the next thing that comes out from those guys yeah definitely so like if you're cranking out good beers consistently and you get like a string of four or five that a punter goes I've loved the last four they've done you yep. almost got a customer for life
2: yeah i think that's the like uh, the tricky thing that you gotta do is not just go, hey, we're just putting out new beers constantly, and because if you're doing that, like one a week, you're bound to be putting out. Well, maybe not, but I think you're eventually gonna have. There's definitely know, been some producers ones that, just, that yeah, uh, through have the have sort of
1: got that sort of attritional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's definitely breweries that I don't buy anymore because like it's overkill too much. Yeah. yeah, I think there's a
2: fine line between enough and too much. Mm. So Cause we're there's still to these, like a that.
1: pretty, I don't know. Like, have got no numbers but there's still a pretty considerable chunk of people that uh, are only buying beers they've never had before (laughs) yep yeah Yeah. definitely I think that's probably almost all of us like yeah for the
0: three of us I'm sure we probably have our go-to six packs and that would be I don't know for me it's maybe five or six different six packs even my go-to changes every week and then outside of that I'll I'll buy two or three cans and that's changing is that the same for you yeah definitely
2: Definitely. I actually probably drink a lot more wine than I do beer. I don't relax a lot when I drink beer anymore. Especially our own beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be yeah. It just like it can be better. <laughs> what are we gonna do? But um yeah. Nah, it's yeah, no, I agree completely. Yeah.
0: How big's the brew house?
2: Uh it's a fifteen hec system. Um we had it sort of custom made a little bit to be able to do some bigger beers, so it's technically I suppose you could call it, it's Marked as a 15-heck, but it's got 40% headspace, so it's maybe 17-heck or whatever it is. My math isn't great. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Why did you do it? And I, I know nothing about brew house construction. It makes so, two of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you can't answer. <laughs> yeah. like, but I guess we, what was the reason behind that, just to do?
2: Uh, just so we could get, well, the small, on the old system we used to do, whenever we did a beer over 7%, which wasn't a lot on that old system, but we could only get a tank volume of, say, 900 litres. I wanted to make it 1,200 to make it more viable for wholesale, which means we can bring the price down because we're getting more volume for the same amount of, you know, power, water. Well, not water, but power, you know, labour, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it was just to be able to do a bit bigger. Um, And in what we used to be able to do on the old system for a single batch, we can now do pretty much a double batch, so... Instead of getting 1,200 litres, we can get close to 3,000. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, it's going well.
0: How far is the beer going outside of Not that? very
2: far at the moment. Um, things that we're looking at at the moment, especially. Uh, I've been talking to a few people, but trying to do some more in distribution. We are getting contacted a bit by interstate people, but I don't even think we're servicing necessarily the Victorian market well enough yet. Um we need to get better at marketing, so if anyone's out there, hit, <laughs> hit me up. Have you seen my Photoshop skills? Yeah, <laughs> I have. Yeah. We'll be talking, don't <laughs> worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're the sales rep. Are you still the sales rep? No, I'm not the sales rep anymore. Okay.
2: No, no, so we've got... Because uh, that was quite
0: recently, because when I was working, I just Promise you came in. Yeah,
2: Were still sales, I reckon selling sell, beer m- at that point? I reckon that might have been... I think I was delivering. Okay. I was uh, delivering beer. So you're still the delivery man We made the sale. Occasionally. I did some deliveries yesterday. Um, yeah. We... I have morgan who used to work for hawkers um he came over his parents well he grew up on the peninsula so he was a sort of the right fit um so he's the main sales guy I am the kind of everything else we've got another brewer on now who came across from mornington brewery mick um so i generally get him set up and then go sit on a computer for a day and feel like i'm getting nothing done um, as opposed to actually making the beer which is
0: do you miss making the beer then?
2: I still help Like we brewed yesterday And you know I made It was a, a double batch So I made the first half with him So I still do bits and pieces Every beer that gets made Still I'm part of And I still do something um, But yeah It's Physically I think I'm get fatter a lot quicker, as <laughs> I used to call it brew fit. Yeah. So, which I'm not getting brew fit anymore.
1: How can you miss brewing when you're putting out fires for the rest of the time <laughs> <laughs> replying to
0: emails? Yeah, yeah, it's it's,
2: it's the life. Yeah, yeah.
0: How, how's your spreadsheet skills? Are they improving?
2: They're alright. They are improving. I'm. I was really bad at. Them. My wife's an accountant, so she's really good at them. Yeah. Um, and Morgan's pretty good at them, so I'm, I'm starting to take a little bit from both. <laughs> so they're getting better. So your wife works as part of the, the crew? Yeah, yeah. So she does all the behind-the-scenes stuff in the accounts and all the fun exercise that we have to deal with every month, which is a hoot. When did you start? We produced the first beer in May 2016.
0: Okay, so well, yeah. happy birthday for last month? Yeah, we were going to
2: do a second it? birthday, but it's, it's kind of like our marketing skills. <laughs> They're not very good.
1: Were you a Good Beer Week baby?
2: We might have been.
1: Yeah, right. What does that mean? Oh, well, I just made it up then. Okay. So, uh, like, <laughs> we we were birthed during Good Beer yeah, Week? Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We might have been. It would have. If not, it would have been a week either side of it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's kind of tricky. We can't really do a party <laughs> because it's always during Good beer week, so unless you register it really early, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So. How did you come to to getting into beer and brewing? Like,
2: uh, yeah, same way a lot of people did. Um, I just, I think I actually probably became kind of obsessed with beer through wine. Used to, m- my parents weren't sort of massive on wine, but my wife's parents were. So when I started, you know, getting a bit older and. You know actually used to go hang out there and hang with them mm. instead of just stay there and yeah, yeah. not talk to them yeah. <laughs> um we they sort of introduced me to red wine, and um I sort of became obsessed with red wine a little bit and then started drinking you know obviously more flavors and beers um and then me and a friend started making them. I think we were about twenty one and we you know had our sort of beer in a can sort of kit um did that. Had a little bit of a break for maybe a year or two because it was expensive to go to the next level um, and then once we both started getting a bit because we were in I was in the band and stuff at that time we were traveling around the place touring and had no money um, and then we bought decided we'd you know grab some kegs that we found at the back of a bar and build <laughs> a uh, little three vessel system um, that was just a little electric kit that we used to sort of do some all-grain brewing on and just became completely obsessed with it and just read everything I could and uh, just went to a bunch of different things and a bunch of different talks and then met a few people like Scotty and Renee at Wolf the Willows and sort of became friends with them and helped them out on bottling days and stuff like that. Um, And sort of, yeah, just became completely sort of immersed in it and yeah.
0: Tell me about your band. What band were you in?
2: Uh, um, so it was a, a hardcore band. All um right. It was called Carpathian. Okay. Yeah, we, I don't know, we did okay. We toured Australia a lot, New Zealand, Europe. I'm going
0: to look up Carpathian, because I really like hardcore, but I missed out on a lot of Australian hardcore. Okay. Um, um, so I'm going to look you up.
2: What was your role? I played bass. Play bass, nice. Yeah.
1: Do you still like hardcore?
2: Yeah. I still listen to Parkway every time they bring out an album. We used to tour them a fair bit. Um, you know Parkway?
0: I do. Yeah. You're on Spotify. Yeah. Right. I'm going to uh, save one of your albums. There, there you go. go. Do you still
2: play music? Uh, I have a guitar that I never pick up. I sold everything else, but... Yeah. Yeah, I just... With kids and stuff, don't really have the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... You know, I'd Al- like to
3: still
0: play music. Which album should I save? Um got nothing so i lose. left after that album after so nothing to lose i should say i left after that one
2: yeah all right save done so we started that band in high school um and it was just five high school mates and it sort of i don't know it sort of just took off and we did okay um we had a pretty reasonable following and it it was like essentially we were living the dream we were yeah, yeah. 2021 20, getting paid to travel around in bands around australia and overseas you know, playing to some awesome crowds and some terrible crowds, but we didn't care. <laughs> We're still getting paid and having a good time. And yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good. Yeah, it feels like a complete another life. Yeah. Yeah, because that was like 13 years ago now? 12 years? 12 years ago.
0: Playing in a hardcore band, I imagine there's a lot of terrible, terrible crowds.
2: Yeah, I uh sort of didn't hang out with. A lot of people That yeah. came to shows But <laughs> like There was like Part people we did and, and
0: I say that affectionately By the way yeah, like no, I, no. I, 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 I am a huge hardcore fan Yeah There's some
2: yeah. Dodgy crowds Yeah 100% Yeah And yeah, They really get into it yep. have Yeah, Have you ever
0: watched Hardcore dance On, I on, have, on no. YouTube Dave oh, is, that a, um, is that a YouTube rabbit hole To go down uh, I think so there's, yeah. there's definitely A I could re- show you a few <laughs>
2: Yeah
0: your uh, spin kicks and your—I um, mm-hmm. can't remember the
2: names. Of the two other ones, two stepping. Yeah, yeah. There's a spin roundhouses kicks, what it and like. yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But you don't just spin kick like some people. They do it like into the crowd. It's like oh, yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's kind of rough. It's yeah. a weirdly horribly weird. Look it up, Dave. Yeah, yeah, okay. And if you're listening to this, look it up. Um, yeah.
1: I, uh, you just ruined my recommendation For the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> Like I love a good mosh pit But some of the hardcore stuff I, I, I can't dig I, I just In dig. my last mosh pit I like Strained my calf <laughs> So like I think I'm done with that <laughs> Yeah When was your last mosh pit
2: Chris? I I didn't even used to go in the When I was in the band Right I'm just <laughs> that guy that hangs on the side Just Drinking a beer Just, just nodding just, just go, Yeah just nodding Yep just go and look at these fools. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I didn't really get involved in the whole dance side of the hardcore
3: scene.
2: Leave <laughs> that to the pros. Yeah. 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 Not overly that coordinated. So I was um,
1: too embarrassed to tell my to tell the personal trainer at the gym that it was <laughs> in the mosh pit. So I was like, a little bit uh, hampered today, calf strain. And he goes, "How'd you do it?" I was like. Oh, probably running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Training. <laughs> yeah. Training. Just definitely yeah. training. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, I don't know, but at some point I was in a mosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh
1: I did it realising that I'm not 21
0: anymore. Oh, seriously. <laughs> That's a rough adjustment, yeah. Tell me about your other beers. Uh, Wheeze Juice seems to do all right. New England style IPA.
2: Yeah, we we made that reasonably consistent for a while. Uh, we sort of put a hold on it for a little bit. Um, it was available for probably maybe six months consistently. Uh it did really well. People seem to like it. Um it's just uh, you know. I uh, know if you we sort of apart from that one, sort of stopped calling them New England IPAs because it's too much, you know, feedback that comes back with that. Too bit of a style and yada <laughs> yada. Um so like our latest one, Hazy State, we just called it a hazy IPA. Um yeah, it's, oh, in the end, it doesn't matter like, who cares, but it's, I don't, know. just trying to make it easier on ourselves so we don't get so many emails. It's also
1: <laughs> easier on like you're almost forcing consumers to know more than they have to if yeah. you're going to be calling something New England IP. Make up your own mind. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. Yeah. No, nah, but it was a good beer. It did a lot for us. Definitely. Um, it was the first of that sort of style that we tried to make. Um, it's got lactose in it quite a bit. Um it's yeah just you know it's got a little bit of a tang to it it's,
0: what do you yeah. mean by tang
2: like a sort of fruity tang um
0: what do you think that's from biotransformation yeah is i'd say worth both it? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah i'd say the yeast and hops just doing their thing yeah um especially that yeast that we use is the white labs east coast our yeast okay and i think that used to be considered as one of the yeasts that from what I've been told, that um, it used to be s- they used to think it had bread in it? Okay, but it doesn't.
0: Yeah right. Oh, the
2: I think Brett, it's the one. Is
0: that one bread but not bread yeast? Is that in there somewhere?
2: Possibly. Yeah. Someone was telling me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that would make sense. Okay. I suppose. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Have you done any, any funky things? No. Oh, we
2: did a um a blackberry saison. We called Tart City. It was not overly blackberry. It should have been with the amount of blackberries you <laughs> put on. But um,
0: Ber- it, berries are hard, though, right? Uh, like, just fermented out
2: completely. Yeah. It just grabbed every sugar and just, it was really nice and dry, um, but not overly blackberry. So, yeah. But, but it was expensive to make. <laughs> we had put a hell of a lot of blackberries in there. So uh, <laughs> people are like, oh, it's not enough yeah, so, uh, It's funny. It's like a coconut porter. You get regularly messages on either Facebook or emails saying, um, a coconut porter. Oh, it's a lovely porter. It's just not coconutty enough. It should taste more like a bounty or something. Um, and I feel like just offering to those people. Well, on the days we're toasting the coconut, you come down <laughs> and tell me it's not <laughs> enough coconut because that beer is not getting any more coconutty because yeah, it right. takes the about same thing with, um, five six hours to with toast. Honey.
1: If you yeah. want any beer, that tastes like honey. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got so much honey, and that's so yeah. boozy if you put that much yeah. sugar yeah. in. There. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and also. I mean, the coconut porter is really nice as it is, and people buy it by the pint. Mm. If it tasted like a bounty, I can't imagine people would be Definitely, buying it by yeah. the p- pint.
1: Although okay. that mountain goat one was pretty goddamn delicious, that was pretty bounty. Oh, that Silence the yeah. yeah, that was good. Would yeah. you buy it by the pint? Mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying no, but then I'm buying the 640, so I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. You know what <laughs> I mean? Mm. Because it was a 640ml bottle, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: So yes, yeah, I guess pint's so. not yeah. big enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by by the pint with a pot on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, any more questions, Dave? No, not from me. Now that we've talked about hardcore, I don't have any other questions either.
2: Anything
0: you want to add before you wrap this
2: up? It's a pretty good way to end it, I think. Yeah, All right.
0: Yeah. Well, let's come back and quickly think about a recommendation yeah, before we come back. Yeah. start with the non-beer. Sure. No, let's start with a beer,
1: actually, and then we'll finish on
3: non-beer. Shake beer. it up a yeah.
0: bit, all
1: right. I think that's how we always do it. Dave, let's go right, first. Uh, mine is tapping right into some nostalgia that got me into drinking beer in the first place, but I was in Grape and Grain last night and saw a 500ml can of Hobgoblin from England, which okay. they call it a Ruby Ale, but it's... Amber ale, essentially. Yeah. Um. It was a five dollar five hundred mil can. I picked it up, had it last night, and it was great. So if anyone out there sees, there must be coming in. I saw a lot of those like old school English beers around lately. So a lot of like the Sam Smith. Okay. A lot of those ones are around. So um, if you see that, can Hop Goblin, delicious amber. I won't I, set you back. The only time I have ever had that was
0: a friend of mine got a cheap keg from Aldi, yep. like Those little mini kegs sure. you get. Uh, and it was the most oxidized beer I've wow. ever had. Yeah. Uh, it was Doesn't like how good a beer it is. Was like, um, it was like just literally licking cardboard. It was oh, was yeah. f- Horrible. Yeah, no. So, like,
1: when I hear the word hobgoblin, I'm like, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, there God. used to be. Well, I mean, there still is. The uh, Sherlock Holmes on Collins Street uh, used to always have that on tap there. Yeah. Um And I've got some pretty fond memories of it, but uh, yeah. It's definitely grab a can of it. Don't worry about you're that. Right, Aldi mini keg of it. Yeah, yeah, I need to. I need to. Wa- I <laughs> yeah. literally wash that taste yeah. out of my mouth. Um, I'm gonna go
0: f- next, please, because uh, I want I want Chris to finish up. Love it for all of them. Yep, I forgotten what... Well, uh, yeah, My forgot. My, my, recommend, my own recommendation is to drink a Brute IPA. Good one. Uh, because by the time you hear this, it's gonna be one. By the time you hear you already bored or <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, I think it's fun. As we said, we're not sure if the
1: style's got legs, but it's oh, fun. Oh, here's a question I was meant to ask before, but I forgot about it until now. What do you reckon a 6-, 9-, 12-month-old brute IPA tastes like?
0: Mm. Cardboard, probably? Yeah, not yeah. great. Yeah. Not <laughs> great. <laughs>
1: interesting, hey? <laughs> Why is that interesting? Because, like, just on our uh, Good Beer Week show, I tasted my first ever old... Hazy IPA And I was like (laughs) (laughs) And this has got less to hide I guess Yeah Yeah yeah. yeah, I think things drop off Pretty
0: quickly Um, Drink it fresh (laughs) Yeah drink it fresh Uh, But yeah Go try one I think it's fun It's fun that there's a new style That's just come out of nowhere And
1: It's uh, Yeah Creating some uh, Enjoyment within the brewer's world At least Yeah yeah. And, And have an opinion on it Get Like
0: If you hate it Say it It's good Good to get riled up. Good to drink something fun. I want to hear those opinions, baby. Send me an email. Chris, yeah. what do you got?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with the Hop Nation Double Trouble in Little China. It's very, very tasty. What is that? It's a uh, double IPA. It's pretty unlike Hop Nation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's a very Hop Nation-esque beer, but it's very, very I, good. I
1: don't think I've ever seen it before. so It's I
2: just new. I, I don't know if it's... It's tap only. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had it last week and yeah, it's... You could smell it and say, okay, Hop Nation made this, but it's just, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, awesome. you'll love it. Yeah,
1: Give us a non-beer, Dave. Sure. Um, anyone that listens for any length of time knows that we enjoy a, a bit of uh, stand-up comedy as well as uh, beer. I might just be a dummy, but I only just figured out that like, Spotify's got listed a whole bunch of like, comedy albums, yeah. and I've been just going on a tear lately. So my recommendation is, if you're a dummy like me and hadn't worked that out, go through some comedy. Good, a little bit of comedy on your commute. Exactly right. I don't know what that does to your like discover lists or whatever, but uh, I don't think it impacts at all.
0: Oh, nice. I've never, good I've, algorithm. I've Spotify. Never seen
1: because I do listen to a bit of comedy on Spotify.
0: I've never seen one come up. Nice. Um, in my like discover weekly or anything. Perfect, Luke. Uh, mine is a song, the song "Easy" by the Commodores. Okay. Fucking good song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that's a good song. Just put that in your. you once can probably find it on Spotify as it's well. It's definitely on Spotify. Double wreck, once alright. you hit stop on this thing, just put on the Commodores. The whole album's good. I can't remember the name of the album it's on. It might be self-titled.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh but man, easy is. What a was it banger. called again?
1: Easy, easy.
0: Okay. You know, you know the song. Easy like Sunday morning. Ah, yeah. Oh, right. Um, uh, which has been covered by Faith No More.
1: Yeah, did and I thought it was Lionel Richie. So did he not do it? He's in the Commodores, right? I don't know. I think he. I drive it. a Commodore. That's all I know. Yeah yeah
0: yeah he, he was the singer of the Commodores okay Duh. Cool. Cool. all right yeah. Dave
1: you know what you could do you could edit out all that googling and sound really smart yeah I'm um, not gonna. I in the 2010 drawn Grand Final between Collingwood and the Kilda uh, they were at a scramble obviously to get entertainment for the second um, second match yeah uh, and he was in town Lionel Richie the first one was in excess ho hum Lionel Richie had 100,000 people eating out of the palm of his hand. Yeah, he was man. fantastic.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah, he was good. I remember watching him. Yeah, yeah he was really good. Yeah. Loved yeah. it.
0: All right. Lionel Richie is my recommendation then. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Oh, no, e- easy, man. Just yeah. put on easy. And it's, uh, it's such a good song. Chris, what do you got?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with a restaurant we hit up last weekend. It's called Sunda sunda so it's um it's sudanese fusion i can't tell you the street it's on um it's up the paris end of the city yeah right um really really good i didn't know what to expect for sudanese fusion uh what what didn't we have we had we just went to town we had i mean they've got like a standard roddy sort of thing it's it's kind of similar in sense to like indian in a in a way but the way they did it was a lot, you know, it's not your sort of takeaway Indian joint. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. We sat at the bar and I, my wife, I think, honestly spoke. You just said your wife to and me. pointed to Luke. Then. Yeah. 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 Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They I look, don't know when this happened. Yeah. But they okay. look the same. She's got the same okay. sort of beard. And sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're a lucky man. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Um, <laughs> I feel so weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She probably said, I don't know, 10 words to me because she was just. Like in awe of watching them cook, like this the intricacy that were going through. Yeah, into nice. Yeah. I think it's a pretty new restaurant. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's really in, good.
0: I think it's like six months
2: old yeah. at, at yeah. the
0: most. Um it's still like is that the one they've kinda got the fit out
2: It's like all scaffolding. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. People that can't see I'm holding my hand high like Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: A lot of visual <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff on <laughs> yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah no, nah, it's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, It's the nice. incredible. There wasn't a bad dish. I can't really oh, tell nice. you what we had. Mr. That's beer. on the list. All right, had a night cool. out. So yeah, that love it. Yeah. yeah, really good. Good one.
0: If people wanted to find you on the internet, where would they do such things?
2: Uh, Instagram is at Mr Banks Beer. Facebook is just Mr Banks Brewing. Uh, and then yeah, website Mr dot com Cool.
0: Anything come up you want to plug?
2: Nothing that comes to mind cool. at the moment. I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting. But just buy your beer, basically. Come down to the brewery. Yeah. Hang out. Yeah. We've got really good tacos. You'll we'll have a good the time. That's, That's the brute IPA yeah. for a little bit at least. We've got some new beers coming. There's a basketball hoop. Basketball There's hope. basketball ring. Yeah. So, yeah. If you can dunk without using the wall, I'll give you a pint.
3: I
0: c- oh, wow. <laughs> right. Anyone that comes down and dunks.
2: As long as you don't break the ring. Okay. And don't use the wall because it's on a wall, mounted on a wall. So, you can't put foot off. If you can dunk normally, yeah. I'll give you a pint.
1: That's a tasty offer. I'm prepared to say that no one that listens to this show can dunk.
2: <laughs> I used to be able to dunk. Oh, yeah? Tried to dunk a long time, like about six months ago on that ring and almost broke my ankle. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um.
0: If anyone does listen to the show that can dunk... Come on down. Yeah. Uh.
2: Just let th- us know anyway, because yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm,
0: yeah, I want to I know that. I want to see f- proof, and I probably would chip in a six-pack, because being able to dunk is an awesome thing.
1: Yeah,
2: underappreciated. Dave? If you're doing you can- a six-pack, I... Think I'm a little tight for doing a pint. <laughs> Maybe I need to do yeah. two pints. All right, two pints and a two six pints and a six yeah. pack.
1: If you can go down to Mister Banks and dunk, dunk. Do a yeah, it has, right? has to be Has to be proof. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah you yeah, can't just can't just go, a walk a into the bar and go. <laughs> <grow up. laughs> if you do a three sixty <laughs> dunk, you can have a case. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a case of beer. Um, three point impressive. range at the basketball ring.
2: Uh, yeah, you can shoot three point from not all angles, but It's like a three quarters of three point range. All right, nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. I like how, Dave, you've gone... Well, I can't dunk. I could probably get lucky well, I could probably just <laughs> drain them from yeah. range, yeah. 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 <laughs> just
2: make it rain all day. It's yeah. all about yeah. stiff curry
0: these days anyway, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. Exactly. about dunking.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dave, where do people find you on the internet? At uh, Mel Dave on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, as I say that, I haven't really been active, so play doesn't matter but send us an email Chris did I was very appreciative of my email that I keep pleading for <laughs> uh, so it was a highlight of my day so if you want to uh, replay that moment send me an email everyone
0: excellent um, you can get me at aleofatime Uh oh my book comes out it's 1st oh how fun what's the date today today is the 13th alright so you've got a couple of weeks to get ready to buy my book please do Gig yep. bottle can best Are you spruiking the launch party? August 8th launch at Torboi and Moose. Not much planning has gone into it yet, but we'll get there. Um, Well, we're going to do a cream ale. They're going to do a small batch of their cream ale, and we're going to, after fermentation, I think, or pre-fermentation, we're going to add finger limes. Nice. Uh, I wanted to use a native Australian ingredient because it's an Australian beer book. Love it. Cream ale's in the book. Uh, And I was like, boom, let's... Some finger lime and a cream ale is going to be a winner. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, come down and drink some of that. Uh, Tallboy
1: Moose in Preston. Yep. So, that's not, that's, what do flights go for at the moment for our non Melbourne listeners? Flights in general, anywhere between 50 bucks yeah. and
0: $3,000. Where are we coming from? <laughs> come on from? down. <laughs> come on down. You've got anywhere between 50 and $3,000 in your bank account right now, you should come.
1: A couple of weeks away. Easy.
0: Um, also check out our Conspiracy Podcast Hypothetical Institute. The last couple of episodes have been very, very funny. Um, there's been a rendition of No Doubts, I'm Just a Girl in relation to gang stalking. If you want to know what that's about, tune in. Who does it? Thanks, everyone. Thanks.